what's going on everybody it is john from pistons territory this is the first official pistons territory podcast don't know how long this is going to be but today i just want to talk about a couple sleepers the detroit pistons could look at in the 2023 nba draft so if you guys could please make sure to subscribe to my youtube channel at pistons territory we're trying to get to a thousand followers or subscribers not followers um but yeah first episode of the Pistons Territory podcast. I will in the future have guests on, but uh, couldn't find anybody for the first episode, so I was like, well, let's just go at it by myself. So episode one, I want to talk about two potential sleepers in the 2023 NBA draft for the Detroit Pistons. My first sleeper in the 2023 NBA draft for the Detroit Pistons is a forward by the name of Gregory Jackson. Now, Gregory Jackson is incredibly, incredibly young. He will be 18 years old on draft night. He will actually be 18 years old. He will turn 19 years old two months into the NBA season. That's how young Gregory Jackson is. And I wrote an article on Pistons Power, if you guys want to check it out, and doing some research on him. 6'9 forward, uh, shot 38% from the field uh, for South Carolina, 32% from three. So the efficiency isn't great, 67% from the free throw line. Uh, average 15 points a game, six rebounds, about three turnovers, and didn't even average an assist. Now, we're going to get into kind of the concerns I have with him in a little bit. But yeah, for Gregory Jackson, I don't know if he's going to be drafted in 2023. He could stay another year in college and be drafted in 2024. I would think if he does stay another year, he's probably going to be a top five pick next year. But I mean, if I'm the Pistons, I'm seriously taking a look at him at number five because. I really love his fit with this young core. And I think with Gregory Jackson in particular, it's really going to be a test, you know, for Troy Weaver and for the Pistons and even Tom Gores for that matter. How patient can this team really be? Are they going to get impatient and try to speed up this rebuild uh, and make a trade, maybe trade the number five pick for a win now player or, you know, sign some guys that are going to help them win next year in free agency? Gregory Jackson is not a win-now player. He's the youngest player in the draft. He's a project player, and I really want the Pistons to draft him. He's honestly becoming my favorite pick at number five, and is he going to be good his first year? No, Um, but I think long-term, who has the biggest upside at number five, I think he can be a borderline all-star, and the reason I say that is let's look at his offensive game. He's great with the ball in his hands. He's a guy that can play on the perimeter. He's a guy you can put the ball in his hands, and he can make shots for himself. He can create shots for others. That's really, really you know, wild to see from him. His ball-handling ability, his ability to get to the rim and finish at 6'9 and just 18 years old, he's only going to get better at that. And I think, yeah, you want guys that can shoot around Cade and Ivy, obviously, but you also need a third ball handler, a third guy to create offense and make life easier for Cade and Ivy. That can be Gregory Jackson. And at the forward position, I think that's really, really valuable. So that, to me, is his biggest strength. It's his ability to create his own shot. He shot a lot of mid-range shots. He's very comfortable taking those shots. He has really good footwork in the mid-range. Only shot 30% on off-the-dribble shots. So that's obviously where he's going to need to improve on. But I think he can. He like 32% from three. Obviously, he's gonna have to improve there as well. But I think he could be a solid three-point shooter in the league. What really intrigues me is just his ability to create his own offense. Uh, I don't really have a player comparison 
in mind for him. One guy that came to mind is Jaron Jackson Jr., but that's not really a good comparison because he's not the defender that Jaron Jackson Jr. is. But offensively, I mean, again, is he ever going to be a 20 points per game scorer? No, but I think he could be a really solid, really efficient, you know, 15 to 16 point per game scorer. And yeah, if three-point shooting comes along, he's a really, really good fit next to Jalen Duren. He's a guy that's going to be able to create some offense. And yeah, I really, really like his upside. Now, do the Pistons take him at number five? I can see why a lot of people say that's a reach. Maybe the Pistons trade back. I would be really open for them doing what the Detroit Lions did and trading back. Maybe the 10th pick, the 12th pick, Gregory Jackson could very well still be there. But he's a sleeper pick and... You know, he's, he's a patient pick. He's one of those work-in-progress guys, I think. And defensively, listen, he wasn't great defensively in college. I wouldn't be too worried about that. Like I said, he's only 18 years old. He's going to get better on that end. So I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't look too much into his defense. He has the tools to be a good defender. He's 6'9", 215 pounds. He's going to get stronger. Like I said, he's 18. Like, he's not going to be done growing for another couple of years. Like, if he really fills into his body... He could be a really, really good defender who could defend, you know, the three through five position. And again, if he gets stronger, he's just going to become a better finisher at the rim. And the only other concerns I would really have with his game would be his um, his playmaking ability and his decision making. He wasn't a good decision maker. Like I said he averaged three turnovers a game. Didn't even average a single assist. Obviously, that's something he's going to have to work on. But you could also take into account if he plays with NBA talent. In college, we see it a lot of guys in college, they're not playing with NBA talent, so they're not passing the ball as much. But when he gets into an NBA system, when he's got guys that he can rely on, that he can kick the ball out to and have faith that they're going to knock down a three, maybe his playmaking can get better. But that's definitely an improvement that needs to be made for Gregory Jackson. So yeah, let me know what you guys think about Gregory Jackson on the Detroit Pistons. I think he's a really, really intriguing player. He's so young, too, and... I really want the Pistons to take a chance on this kid. I think upside is there, and if everything you know comes together for him, if he gets stronger, if he comes a more efficient shooter, um, defensively, I'm not too worried about him defensively. I think defensively is just effort and learning the game, and I think he's just so young. Yeah, and, and like him and Jalen Duren as a frontcourt pairing, I think complement each other so well. They're both so young. They're going to learn from each other, grow with each other. So yeah, Gregory Jackson is a really, really intriguing prospect. I think a lot of Pistons fans should look at um, going into the 2023 NBA draft. Uh, if we want to move on to the other sleeper prospect I have, so Anthony Black. He's not really a sleeper prospect. We've heard some rumblings about the Pistons taking him. I do have an article on Pistons Powered if you want to check that out as well on Anthony Black. So... One comparison I heard uh, was Nicholas Batum, uh, and I really, really like that comparison for Anthony Black. So when Nicholas Batum came into the NBA, he didn't really have that great of a jump shot. He wasn't the three-point shooter we know him as today. He was a guy that you know, you'd put the ball in his hands. He was a tough, rugged player, could get to the rim, could finish. I see a lot of that in Anthony Black. He's a really, really good passer. He's a great passer. He, you know, I don't know if he's a guard or a forward. He's 6'7". I would list him as like a small forward, but you could play him at the guard. I don't know if I would really see him playing the point guard in the NBA, but we have seen that being a trend with obviously Josh Giddy, kind of these bigger guards. I think teams are going to value more and more. Obviously, the Pistons have valued that with Cade Cunningham and even Killian Hayes to some extent. 
But yeah, his passing is really going to be his calling card for me in the NBA. He's going to be a guy that just makes the right passes. He's a really smart player. And yeah, is he a future all-star? I don't think so. But I think he could be maybe a starting level player on a championship team. And he's just going to be a guy that makes the right plays, that makes his teammates better. And yeah, a guy with his ball handling and playmaking abilities at his size is really, really valuable in today's NBA. So, you know, that's what teams are going to be drafting him for is that ability. And even defensively, I think he's a really, really good defender. I was watching some highlights from him in college. You know, he seems just like a menace on the defensive end. He's always in the passing lanes. He averaged over two steals a game in college. Not going to be the greatest rim protector, but he's not going to be bad on that end. Is he going to be guarding, you know, centers and bigger power forwards? No, but I think he could match up decently well against some bigger forwards in the NBA. And yeah, defensively, I think he's just going to be a guy that just makes plays on the defensive end. He's going to get a steal. He's constantly, you know, swiping at the ball. He's just a playmaker on that end of the floor. So I think he's going to be a very valuable asset defensively as well. And in terms of his fit with the Detroit Pistons, like I said, going to make Cade's life a lot easier, going to make Jaden Ivey's life a lot easier. It's just the shooting questions that you have with him. He wasn't a great shooter in college, uh, shot 30% from three on 2.6 attempts per game. He's going to have to get better at shooting. I don't really like his shooting motion. I think it looks pretty bad, if I'm being honest. Um, maybe it could be worked on. But, yeah, he's going to have to become a much better three-point shooter to be able to consistently play against Cade, uh, not against, with Cade and Ivy. But um, I, I don't know. Like I kind of get – I don't get Killian Hayes vibes from him, but I think – if he's going to be a consistent guy in this rotation, he's going to have to be able to knock down threes, and I just don't know if he's going to be able to do that. So I like him as a player. I just don't know if I like him on this Detroit Pistons team per se. Uh, but I think, yeah, Nicholas Batum is a fantastic comp for him. I really, really like that comp. And much like Batum, if Black can develop his three-point shooting, obviously Batum developed that later in his career. Anthony Black's going to be a really good starter in this league for a long time um is he the right pick for the pistons at five i don't really know but i think they're gonna do their due diligence i think they're gonna look at him and he's a guy that's gonna help you win next season because of the abilities that he has so let me know what you guys think about anthony black being drafted the pistons at number five but those are just my two sleeper picks for the detroit pistons um anthony black and gregory jackson i think kind of out there in terms of uh, if the Pistons were actually going to draft him. But let me just compare like Gregory Jackson to Jairus Walker because Jairus Walker is a guy that's going to get a lot of attention from Pistons fans. I would rather take Gregory Jackson over Jairus Walker. I know that sounds a little bit out there, but Jairus Walker to me, offensively, I think Gregory Jackson is going to be a better player. I think you know size-wise, he's bigger. He's 6'9". He's younger. I think he's going to grow. Uh, I like him better defensively than Jairus Walker. Well, I wouldn't say that. Jairus Walker is the much better defender right now. Long-term outlook, maybe Gregory Jackson can improve on that end, but that's going to be a pretty good, ask, uh, pretty big ask for him because Jairus Walker, that's kind of his calling card. Uh, well, his passing is his calling card, but his defense should be pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, I think they're really opposite players. Like Jairus Walker, you're drafting him for his passing, for his playmaking, for his decision-making, you really, really like what he can do as a big man in terms of that. Gregory Jackson is the complete opposite. That's what you worry about with him. But for Jairus Walker, not really a guy that's going to be able to create his own offense. 
And Gregory Jackson, that's all he's about, is being able to break down his defenders at the top of the key, pulling up from mid-range. Post-game, he can continue to develop that as well. So they're really, really opposite players in Gregory Jackson and Jairus Walker. But I personally, for the long term, I would take Gregory Jackson uh, over Jairus Walker. So let me know which guy you would take, Gregory Jackson or Jairus Walker. I know Gregory Jackson isn't... uh, hasn't had the coverage I guess or you know is not Pistons fans aren't familiar with Gregory Jackson but I really think long term he could be better than Jairus Walker but yeah those are the other you know in terms of other guys you could look at for the Detroit Pistons at number five Cam Whitmore uh I've made a video on him on my YouTube channel a lot you know talked about to death honestly with him uh, Miles Bridges is a good comp for Cam Whitmore um, but yeah, other than that, in terms of who could fall, the Thompson brothers, I don't really know how I feel about them. I'll have to do more research. Uh, I know Ahmed Thompson, not really a great shooter, so I don't really think he's going to project that well uh, on this Detroit Pistons roster. Asar Thompson, I think, is a little bit better of a shooter, but I think kind of the same thing. And I just worry about the competition that they played with in, in the league, the overtime elite league, I think it is. So that's kind of hard to judge what kind of players they're going to be. Um, but, yeah, it should be a really, really interesting draft, a uh, really, really interesting offseason. I'll have some free agent talk and trade talk coming up on the podcast. But, yeah, this was just a quick little podcast talking about the NBA draft, talking about some players and some picks that maybe you haven't heard of or maybe weren't as familiar with. Um, but, yeah, I'm John from Pistons Territory. Um I'll make sure to post on this podcast a couple times a week. And, um, yeah, don't know how long the videos are going to be. This one's going to be under 15. Podcasts will probably be around 20 to 30 minutes. Um, But, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, make sure to check out my YouTube channel. See you guys in the next one.